This is the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel, and it's episode number 96. Welcome to the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel. We're all about highlighting self-help, positive psychology, and books on well-being. We share the content and actionable advice so you can make normal life extraordinary. We are a community of lifelong learners, high achievers, and busy people. Get ready for your download so you can live life happy. I'm your host and addicted to reading, Andrea Seidel. Hey there, Andrea here. I hope you're doing absolutely amazing. I am so excited to let you know about an awesome, fun thing that I have created that I would love to have you be a part of. Okay, so I created this virtual weekend writing retreat. It's online. It's like a retreat. It's so fantastic. This is so you can confidently create your first rough draft of your book from scratch in one weekend. It's the painless behind the scenes fun way to give birth to your book with me, your book doula. So I have to say that what was happening for me, it was so hard to find time and focus to write my books. And I'm obsessed with books because I know they change lives. And I know that um, we want to take that hard earned knowledge and experience that we've been through, those challenges that other people can learn from and put it into book form. We know the why. I was having troubles finding the how and the time and the focus. So I created this system that works so good for me, just concentrate time. And I've proved it's possible. You could actually sit down and write a whole entire rough draft of your book in one weekend. And I just took my book doula services that I do in 90 days and I condensed them into one weekend for myself. And I just pushed, pushed, pushed through the whole entire weekend. And I did it. By the end of the weekend, I had a rough draft version of my book. So I do believe that books change lives, but only if you write them. So if this resonates with you. This weekend is all about how you can set yourself up no matter what self-doubt is showing up for you or any limiting beliefs that show up so that you can transform your ideas, your passion, and your hard-earned knowledge into a book that's actually going to serve others and help you, including yourself, like for your business and credibility and promotion. And guess what? You can use the content in your book for social media and everything else. There's so many fantastic benefits for writing a book. And you know that, you know the why, you know why you want to write a book, right? But I know the how I can help you with that. Not to mention your book can change lives. And if it's just sitting in your computer or sitting in your head, it's not going to make a difference and books do change lives. So we got to get it out there. So in this virtual weekend writing retreat, you'll basically learn how to stop thinking about writing your book and doing it. You'll gain so much momentum on this weekend that you'll fast track your book creation. Like I'm talking fast, like you'll get it done and it's well paced. We keep you moving forward so that you can get that ball rolling and get into action right away. I also really do adopt a really strong mindset and I help you move into a mindset that really feels productive and you're in a broad and creative space uh, that's not full of stress. And so if you ever doubted your ability or your authority or you feel overwhelmed by book creation, this weekend writing retreat is for you. You are an authorpreneur. Did you hear that? You're an authorpreneur. (laughs) 
This is the simplest, most effective step-by-step strategy. So when I say it's simple, I don't mean easy. I do mean simple. I've cut it down. There's clear explanations. There's modules to follow and really, really manageable nuggets so you can create that powerful rough draft. All right. Also, you'll be able to, by the end of the weekend, really define your book idea and your so-called hook. And it's so fantastic because you'll have dialed in structure that's mapped out for you so that you can craft your book where it is, where you're going and why you're doing it right? And so let me worry about the how. I'm here for you. This is the single most effective way to write your first draft. Don't spend any more time in self-doubt, in procrastination, in confusion. In one weekend, you can maximize your focus and leverage your time. I would love to have you. So if any of this resonates with you and you don't want to, you absolutely don't want to miss this writing retreat because let's turn, we can turn that not hard earned knowledge and passion into income streams for you that not only serves you, but it also is going to help others. And the best part, if you've ever been curious about creating your own course or your own book or your ebook to grow your business, but you didn't know where to start, this is what it's for. I'm here for you. I can help you. I'm the how. All right. I've done it 10 times over. I also have ghostwritten so many, many books. And the idea of writing a book is so great to enhance your credibility and for gaining new opportunities. Did I mention that there's so many bonuses when you join? And so go on over to my website so you can save your spot. And I would love to help you painlessly give birth to your book as your book doula. I've been writing books and publishing books my whole life and well, almost my whole life. And I've really created a wonderful system, a virtual writing retreat that will help you on so many levels. So head over to my website at andreaseidel.com. And I'm so happy and I can't wait to support you on your book birthing journey. Okay, now back to the normal programming. I am so excited that you're here. I highlighted such an awesome book. It's called Connected. Now, this book comes at such a good time because we are and we have been in COVID times and a little bit more isolated from the world. So this book is so great. It's basically, it's called Connected, How Your Friends friends, friends affect everything you feel, think, and do. This book is so awesome because it really does help us realize how just connected we are to everybody in the world. So these two scientists, um, they really do bring us through compelling evidence of how profound it is that our influence is that we have on other people in the world, how profoundly we are influenced in terms of our tastes, in terms of our health, our wealth, our happiness, our beliefs, even our weight, how much we weigh (laughs) uh, is influenced by our social networks. And it's amazing because these two scientists really do explore and show us how social networks form and how they operate. And oh my gosh, this is so incredible because we are so connected and actually more connected than we even 
realize. The authors, they explain why our emotions are contagious, how health behaviors spread. They talk to us why even the rich keep getting richer and how it's contagious. Uh, Even they talk about how um, we choose partners and how choosing partners has a lot to do with who we're connected to. Also, it's so intriguing um, in the fact that our connectedness has influence on others and being connected uh, is a really big notion for us to look at. So social networks influence our ideas, social networks influence our emotions, they influence our health, our relationships, our behavior, even politics are influenced by our social networks. And so this podcast is so good. It's going to really blow your mind and kind of really make you start thinking, oh my gosh, it's a small world. I don't know if you catch yourself saying that, but yes, this book shows how it's a small world and it's incredible. You'll love it. Okay. So welcome to the podcast. If this is your first time here, I try to highlight books in about 15 to 30 minutes or less. And I suck out all the actionable nuggets, all those coachable moments within the book that these authors put so much time, love, and energy into their books for. And um, and yeah, so that you could take it into your everyday life and hopefully benefit from it. So Connected, oh my gosh, this book on so many levels is really the two main aspects that stood out for me in this, the aspects of social networks is this idea of connection, which has to do with who is connected to who, right? And is it amazing? Have you ever like had that where you like run into someone and they're like, oh yeah, I know such and such. Or like just the other day I was at Starbucks and the lady's like, do you have a cottage up on this lake? And cause I think I drove by you in my boat cause I was in my brother's cottage. And so it just shows you that it's so incredible how um, it's the connections that we have. Like it's basically who are we connected to and then who are the people that we know are connected to. This idea of our social networks is so powerful and it does. It makes the world really, really small. Um, they also talked about the idea of contagion and the idea is, is that we the social networks that we are affiliated with or connected to, they have this element of contagion, which which pertains to, you know, um, what flows through all the ties that we have. And it's interesting because what stands out to me is like germs and money and violence and fashion and happiness. And, and they talk even obesity, right? It goes through our, our social networks and through our connections. And there's an element of contagion. And that's what they talked about. The science has shown and understanding why social networks exist and how important they are because they affect us on so many levels. And they really do affect us in terms of um, connecting as well as in terms of being contagious and influencing. So the idea within their book is they talked, we must first understand the structure and the function of social networks and how do these social networks actually cause the whole to be greater than the sum of the parts. So we are 100% influenced by our social networks. And it's the element of this connection and these connections that create and have that influence. So ultimately, we humans, we deliberately make and remake our social networks all the time. It's constantly transforming. And for example, you know, who, who do you surround yourself with? Think about that, right? 
So the rules are the, the kind of the, the main parts of uh, understanding these social networks is all about these rules that social networks take. And they talked about within their book that one of the rules is that we shape our networks. So we unconsciously tend to associate with people who resemble us. So we tend to go and we're attracted to people that that are a lot like us. And if you think about it, you know, um, people who ride mountain bikes, they all meet together and they go mountain biking or, um, even drug addicts, right? Those people tend to hang out together and do drugs together. Um, or maybe coffee drinkers or book readers go to book clubs, that sort of thing. We shape our networks and we unconsciously tend to navigate and science has shown that we associate with people who resemble us or have similar interests to us, or um, we seek out people who share the the similar interests and also histories or dreams. Um, So we humans, we deliberately are making and remaking our social networks all the time. So the good news in this is that we decide how many people that we are connected to. That's one point, but we also influence who we are connecting to and we influence how densely we are interconnected with certain friends and certain family, like, and, and as how we are close to our family members as well. So we shape our networks. Isn't that amazing? That's so powerful. That's one of the rules and the understanding of social networks. Another thing that they talked about is that our networks actually shape us. So not only do we influence, we are also being influenced by our networks. Um, and so basically like, where is our place in these networks that they talked about? Like how, if you think about your whole network, the better connected we are, it, what they say is it reduces the amount of hops that everything passes through your network. So in other words, right, uh, if it goes from person to person and who we reach, it'll reach other networks. So basically, you know, it's like broken telephone, it gets passed down the line. And the idea is, is that um, we not only shape our networks, but our networks shape us. So it comes back to us. So the reality is, is that um, it's central to the idea of the effects that everything from, you know, money or how happy we are or, you know, how hardworking we are, we're influenced by our networks and we're influenced by those around us. And what they said within their book is if we're better connected and we have more connections, we have access to a lot more influence. So the more, the bottom line to that one is, is the more connections we have and the better connected we are if we're in that middle of that network, uh, we have more exposure to being influenced by our network and it'll shape us more. And um, so the idea here is, is that we want to make sure, obviously, that the, the the networks that we have around us and the connections that we have are connections that we want, right? And they are connections that we want to have influence us. So, you know, I bet you have that friend, that friend that knows, you know, they 
they seem to be knowing what's going on with everyone of all the other friends, that person is well connected and at the central center more of your network. So that's how networks work, right? It keeps spanning out and uh, the more connected you are, the more you are central to the network, the more things will pass through you. Um, and the other rule that they talked about within this book is that our friends affect us. So, so what flows across your connections or through your network is crucial. So social networks actually transport all kinds of things from one person to another. And one of the examples they used within their book was the idea of, say, a house was on fire and you line up a whole bunch of people and you're passing water along buckets of water from the river towards to put out the fire. Um, So what they said is that this flow has a tendency to go across humans. But when we have more connections and we all work together, that this whole social network and these connections, they are really powerful and they can actually be better than the like the sum of its parts it's like the whole entire network is so powerful and it it has a greater effect so our friends affect us and we tend to have many direct ties to a wide variety of people like including parents and children and brothers and sisters and spouses and bosses and co-workers and neighbors and friends and so forth there's so many right and they have done studies how our friends affect us in so many ways is that one of the studies is is that homeowners who have neighbors with a really nice garden or manicured lawn studies have shown that you know um, you'll influence people because then you'll end up having a nicer lawn and then your like brother will have a nicer lawn and then your brother's friend will have a nicer lawn and then your brother's friend's friend will have a nicer lawn and it goes down the path that we really do it goes across it flows across all our connections and networks isn't that amazing so our friends actually affect us and we shape our networks right? Our networks shape us. Um, and we have the ability to shape our network and we are constantly changing deliberately. We're making and remaking our social networks. For example, if you know, how do we remake our social networks? Some people might think, so for example, when you get divorced, you are no longer with that person. So then you, um, you end up getting divorced and then you, you kind of untie that connection or if you break up with a boyfriend, so that might be how you're remaking your network. Um, They also talked within their book is that our friends, friends, friends actually affect us. And so if our friends, friends, friends affect us, this is amazing because what flows across the connections of our network is crucial. And what happens is, is the, we realize that it turns out that people are passing on information to friends, friends, friends. And what they talked about was that our influence and how we influence others goes it goes down the line. And so if you think, oh my gosh, I don't really have that much influence, you actually do have quite a bit of influence on all those people around and it passes off and it keeps going. So our friends and family can influence us to do things and science has shown that we can also influence others. For example, if you decided to take up running, for example, and you were running every single day and then, you know, your maybe your daughter 
daughter sees you running and then she wants to start running as well. And then like you can have that positive influence and then your daughter's friend ends up saying, Hey, so you started running. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. I'm going to start running. So you can see how that influence goes down the line. And this book really does emphasize the fact that we're all connected and that this is what goes across what we're connected to and our social networks have huge amounts of impacts. Our friends, our friends affect our friends and, and so on. And that's so powerful because it has a tendency to affect and spread from person to person beyond our individual direct social ties. So it goes beyond two people, right? So just when you think you're not influencing people, you 100% are, and it can have a huge message. And I always say that when people are writing their books too, that when you write your book, you're spreading your knowledge, your hard-earned knowledge, and your experience and helping that one person that you connect to. But that is also going to go down the line and help so many more people. And your book is almost like a vehicle that can get out to all these fantastic people and have influence. So this is incredible. So sometimes things like norms, uh, certain behaviors, they um, are basically reinforced and they're multiplied over all these social contacts. And that's incredible. Okay, so the other thing they talked about that networks actually have a life of their own. And so social networks kind of take on a whole life of their own and and they have like certain functions that are neither controlled by just one person. And so it's like if the social network takes a whole life of its own because of what happens from having a whole group of people coming together. So the best example I could think of for this one and one of the examples also within the book is think of like a traffic jam, right? So your one car in this traffic jam, but because you're part of the all of the cars that are there, you create that traffic jam. So that network and that connection of all those people in that traffic jam create the collective. So that's what they're talking with in their book. Or the other example is, you know, at the at when we were, when we used to go to sporting events, um, we have those big waves. Everyone slowly lifts their arms up, throws their arms in the air, and it goes down the line. And everyone at the stadium, like you know, ends up making this whole wave. It takes on a network, takes on a life of its own. And so this is powerful. And so that's what they notice within studying groups as a whole. It creates a life of its own and it has these new emergent properties that really do create uh, a whole new connection. And that interconnection creates a whole entire new life of its own. So those are the things that they talked about within their book. So think about that, like think about and name some of your own social networks. Like, you know, what are your social networks and what are your connections? And then take it one step further and start thinking what flows through your social network? Like how how do your networks, how are they actually shaping you? Are they shaping you positively? Are they shaping you negatively and how so? And, you know, and what are some of these social networks that you'd like to get more connected to or submerse yourself in more? Um, What are some of these social networks that you'd like to hmm, maybe remove yourself out of a little bit uh, so that they don't have as much of an impact? Because we know 
that there is a huge degree of influence within these connections. So I know you've probably heard that expression, six degrees of separation. Um, is That's where, you know, it takes like like six hops to go down to actually find someone. And I think there was a Stanley Milgram experiment that they talked about showing that people are all connected to one another by an average of six degrees of separation. So your friend is one degree from you. Your friend's friend is two degrees from you and so on. So the number of hops that it actually takes to get to someone they targeted on average is it takes about six hops. So holy cow, there's the six degrees of separation. And I mean, that you've seen it in life. I'm sure you have. So just because we are connected to everybody else by six degrees of separation, uh, what they discovered in their book and through research is that it doesn't mean that we hold um, so much over all these people. So it doesn't mean that we have influence necessarily on all these people. What they did notice is the spread of influence in social networks follows and obeys um, three degrees of influence. So what happens is, is everything that we do and say tends to ripple through our network, having an impact on our friends one degree, our friends, friends, which is two degrees, and even our friends, 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 which is three degrees. And then what happens is our influence gradually dissipates and it ceases to be noticeable. So we can have a huge amount of effect on people beyond three degrees, but it does need things like heightened influence. It needs things that, you know, to, to magnify these feelings, these attitudes, and these behaviors, um, to really, to go further than the three, the three, um, levels of influence. So the three hops of influence. So it's a little bit limited, our influence, which kind of feels a little sad, but if you think about it, it really isn't like people, you know, think about like a drop in the water and then it eventually pitters out as it goes further. So this is um, this is one element of influence, and it's also unavoidable. Like it, it's um, it naturally will evolve through through the network and maybe dissipate. And, or, you know, maybe you stop being friends with certain friends so that it has less influence and so on. And, um, so yeah, so that's the, the bottom line is that there's, there's three degrees of influence and it appears to be really important part of our human social network functions. Like it really seems to show up that if we are connected to everyone else by six degrees and we can influence them up to three degrees, then, oh my gosh, this is like profound with our way of thinking about ourselves, right? And how we can influence and how we can be influenced. So it's amazing, right? And so we can extend our influence, what they said within their book, um, just by connecting to more people and to putting yourself out there in front of more people, having more connections so that you can have um, larger influence and be influenced by more people. And that was the bottom line with their research and what it came down to. So isn't that incredible? So consider that idea of connectedness and how friends, friends, friends really do affect 
affect everything that we think, that we feel, that we do, and vice versa. And what's remarkable too within their book, they talked about even if you're sitting beside someone who is overeating or eating a large meal, that can have influence on you and how much you eat and order. <laughs> that one stood out for me. Oh my gosh. All right. So the reality is, and that's that also flips. Think about it. That also flips if you're if you go out for dinner and you're with someone that doesn't eat as much, you'll have you'll order less and you'll end up eating less as well. So that's incredible. Okay, so given that we really do make and remake our social networks, think about that. What are some social networks that you want to be enhancing in your life? What are some connections that you want to be making in your life? And also, what are some that you maybe social networks that you want to remake, knowing that we have control over that? So how will you apply this learning to your life? How will you bring this every day to your life, right? Um, the idea too is that when people smile, they talk about smiles and giggles and they did an experiment of contagion and how quote unquote emotions catch on. In positive psychology, this is huge, right? We want to have that ratio of positive emotions higher than the negative emotions, like three to one. So if we know that we can catch emotions from the people that are around us, from our social, social networks and our connections, then it's really important that we surround ourselves with people that do that that we want to mimic with people that we want to have interactions with. So happiness is a function of a group even and it has a ripple effect through social connections. So that's really, really important that applies to our, you know, our desire to really look at our social networks carefully. Um, they that's that's one major thing. So social networks they function really, really essentially in our lives and sometimes they can be positive affecting us positively, but sometimes they can be really not affecting us positively. So what's your main takeaway? I would love to hear it. So I really, really know the importance of connections and increasing our positive, effective connections since we are influenced by them and we are being influenced as well as influencing. Choosing those connections really, really wisely becomes so essential. So most of us are already aware of the direct effect of who our friends are and our actions and how, you know, certain connections make us feel happier. Some make us feel not as happy. Um, some make us actually, some connections make us healthier. Some make us not as healthy. I mean, we all have that friend, right? That you go out with and you're like, oh my God, I just drank way too much last night. <laughs> I don't feel so good today. But we also know those friends that, oh my gosh, I feel like lighter and I feel great and I feel happy and I feel energized by this group and that connection. Um, we all have that. So it's just really great using the knowledge of this book to um, take a deeper look at those connections and our social networks and what we're, what we're exposing ourselves to because science has shown that the level of influence is huge. So that's it, my friend. I hope you enjoyed this book. Oh my gosh, it was so good. I have an awesome author interview coming next week. I can't wait to share these beautiful ladies with you. Um, and thank you so much for joining. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. If you like this podcast that's like personal training for your mind, you've got to come over to my website at andreasadel.com where I take all these books, I highlight, coach, and summarize the content in my unconventional book and coaching club. 
Let's face it, no one is sunshine and butterflies all the time, but we can make happiness a lifestyle. So I want to invite you to sign up at my website for my freebies and giveaways so that you can start each week positively. Finally, don't forget to subscribe on whatever platform you listen to, download and write a review because they really help grow the show.